The Blockbusters Podcast is proud to be a member of the Pod Bros Network. You can find us as well as other fantastic podcasts such as Pencil and Ink Review, Another Damn Trivia Show, and The Language of Bromance at podbros.com, as well as on most other fine podcasting services. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to share and enjoy the Blockbusters Podcast. Welcome to episode 68 of the Blockbusters Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Paul. And today, we're uh, obviously very eager to get into this one. Um, we, as the, whatever title we've come up with has led you to believe, we, yes, we are talking about Captain America Civil War. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know what the title for this will be, so it'll be interesting to find out. <laughs> something, yeah, something along, yeah, yeah, those lines. But, uh, <laughs> well, not a direct rip off here. Um, so, real quick, nuts and bolts, Paul, how can people uh, get a hold of us? Well, well, let's see. We're on Twitter at Blokebusters, Facebook.com slash Blokebusters. You can email us, BlokebusterPodcast at gmail.com. We actually do have an Instagram account. I set one Yay! up. There's two pictures on it right now. And uh, just search Blokebusters, you'll find us on there. And oh, we have a little website, blokebusters.webs.com. And that's about it for right now. Yep. All right. That'll do for that. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll see what other random thing I can find for us to, to have. Sure. <laughs> All, All right. right. So, well. How's uh, this film doing? Um, how is it doing? Well, let's see. Failure. Well, first off, uh, directed by Anthony oh, yes. and Joe Russo. Or uh, Russo, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier, and they're also directing the Infinity War 2, Part 1 and 2. Oh, okay. So, uh, that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. The budget, reported budget anyway, of $250 million. I'm sure it was actually more than that, but that's the one I was able to mm-hmm. find. Yeah, that's what I see as well. And as of three days being released in the US, mm-hmm. that we are recording this the Sunday after it came mm-hmm. out, and one week and three days after being released in the UK, Japan, Australia, and some other territories, mm-hmm. $678,391,000. Worldwide. Okay, worldwide. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just domestic the, was like one fifty. Just in the US, 27% of that. Okay. In three days. But still, <laughs> um, the US weekend take, I know, is like the fifth t- most all-time, the highest uh, weekend Yeah, take. well, that, yeah. that doesn't surprise me yeah. in the slightest, mm-hmm. to be honest. I mean, yeah. he, no matter what we feel about the film, it's a Marvel film with all of the Avengers in it. Like, yeah. At this point, people will go and see it. Yeah. Uh, clearly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which uh, I don't know why Captain America. <laughs> yeah. Why are people to in the America? rest of the world first, mm. but, oh well, you know, yeah. first world problems. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, well, Who's, well, who's, let's, who's not in this movie? Let's read not, that list. Who's not in <laughs> It'll be shorter. We'll uh, get out of here on time. Morgan Freeman is not in it. Okay, yes, that's true. I uh, don't uh-huh. believe Bruce Willis showed no, up yet. No, uh, uh, no Jim Carrey, but he might no. be signed on for something else. No Sam know. Jackson, of course. Not that I could see now. <laughs> that yeah. did kind of surprise me, actually. Yeah. But, but whatever. All right, so who actually is in it? Obviously, <laughs> if you've listened to any of our previous Marvel film reviews or... If you've seen the film, which hopefully is everyone listening to this at this point, or if you know Marvel, period, you know who most of the people are in this film. So we're not going to bother going into that. But the ones that you may not remember slash don't know because Mm -hmm. they're new. uh, Bucky Barnes was Sebastian Stan. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's see, moving down the list. So the returning people that you might have forgotten about, Frank Grillo was Crossbones, a.k.a. the guy that Captain America dropped a building on at the end of Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And he's only in it at the beginning. So, yep. And <laughs> Spoiler. I, I, I completely forgotten who he was until I ended up looking it up. So, uh-huh. uh, William Hurt is Thaddeus Ross, and I have pretty much forgotten everyone that was in The Incredible Hulk, so... I'd forgotten that he was in that, but yes, mm-hmm. Ross being the general from the Hulk series. Okay. And new people. We have Daniel Brühl 
I'm not sure how to pronounce his name yeah, properly because um, he's yeah. got the umlauts he, in there. Yeah, was the, he, he was, had a fantastic performance in Rush. It, that's you know what yes, I know that, him from. That's mostly. the guy there. Uh, he was Helmut Zemo, the the bad guy basically. Mm-hmm. Then we had Martin Freeman as Everett K. Ross, and some people don't know who <laughs> Everett K. Ross is. And I'm looking at you, Bear, from back <laughs> Ooh, the podcast. Oh, that's fired. Well, right. well, I was listening to theirs, and they were saying, like, why was this character even in it? What's the point? I'm about to tell you who they Well, is. I don't, Martin Freeman, first of all, doesn't need to have a point to be in a movie. He does not. <laughs> Although they, he can be extraneous, and I don't care, but that is not the case here. Yes. They, they did bring up the fact that it's another example of an English actor being given an American-accented yes. character, but mm-hmm. whatever. Like, that happens. I mean, look at Bender Cumberbatch in Doctor Strange <laughs> when that comes out. But anyway... He is a character who, in the comics, was basically linked to Black Panther because when they made the comics, they realized that, at the time, just having a black superhero who isn't as powerful mm-hmm. as your Thor or your Iron Man, you know, yeah. you know, still a really good hero, but he's he's not up there. He wasn't going to succeed without someone else with him that might be able to act as the audience say like the, okay. the so they had this white guy who is just with him and is as ignorant about the stuff that the character is for as the audience is so he's the one that asks the questions that the audience would ask to get the answers that they need to progress and I hope they're not going to go down that route exactly with this character, especially in this day and age. But yeah. I think he's he's basically doing that. Okay. He, he's going to be the guy that's with him so that they can have someone in the film to say, so why this? And then we'll get the answer. <laughs> Fair enough. And then we've got, as Black Panther or T'Challa, is Chadwick Boseman. Very well done. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into yeah the bits and pieces. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little later here. And then, of course, another one we're not going to go too into right now. Tom Holland and yes, Peter Parker. We'll get to him. <laughs> yeah. All right. And and Marissa Tomei is Aunt May. We'll get into that as well. So, sure. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yes, and then everyone else. So, Absolutely, yes. Uh, names mentioned as needed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so now with the about? four minutes left in the podcast that we have, <laughs> yeah. let's get into this. Yeah, what, what is this film about, Brian? <laughs> um, you know, it's about some you know Civil War shit going on, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they go back I didn't really pay attention. And, uh, um, <laughs> a lot of muskets. A lot of muskets. Yes. Uh, well, this is... This is, I guess, in a broader sense, how you make a uh, compelling superhero film. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first of uh, the first of many BVS stabs that I'll be taking. <laughs> um, yeah, just in case with, you weren't with turmoil between out. turmoil in that world. Uh, so yeah, um, I mean, I I could read the IMDb thing, but this is really about uh, responsibility, about <laughs> ownership of consequences and yeah. collateral damage. Um, yeah. the, who's best to run the Avengers, the Avengers or the government? Yes. Um, I, the, the one thing that I I think I would end up mm-hmm. on the side of Captain America just because, thinking about it, mm-hmm. yes, they ended up dropping a city and buildings on, <laughs> yes. on, on that, that little country uh-huh. out the way. They did stop the end of the world. That, I think yeah. that buys you a certain line of credit for a while. Yeah, it's like, oh no, these people died. Well, at least you're still alive to tell us that these people died. <laughs> yeah. There have been several times where we have averted disaster on a global scale and you're annoyed that we knocked a building down. <laughs> it, is, it is one of those things that if everyone were thinking big picture... They would yeah. probably end up on Captain America's mm-hmm. side, whereas, obviously, you've got your Tony Stark character with having so much guilt over the stuff that has happened, mm-hmm. especially given that his father's company that he was then running, he ended up finding out exactly how much it was just funding war. So, yeah. yeah. Which, uh, which I thought was brilliant. That, or the, the, and they brought it up again that that was the case, just in case you'd forgotten. But that Tony Stark is so racked by this. Like it, it, this is what is pushing his character forward. Yes. 
fleshed out, flawed people. <laughs> <laughs> With the, that you actually care about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Where I kind of want to back up just a little bit, because this film just hits the ground running. Yep. Just like, I mean, like Age of Ultron did. And I guess maybe back up even a little further. I know that the, the title is Captain America, but for all intents and purposes, this is an Avengers film. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and it, the storyline that they took from, yes, it's the Avengers yeah. having this inner but, but I mean, if I'm putting, you know, uh, if I'm voting, is it, you know, is this go with uh, Winter Soldier and First Avenger uh, or. Age of Ultron and Avengers. I'm putting it with the, the Avengers yeah. <laughs> and Age of Ultron. Yeah, th- this is more an ensemble film than the previous Captain mm-hmm. Americas. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just immediately right into the action. <laughs> just you know, kid in the candy store, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all dropping. Once again, looking at you, Batman <laughs> Superman. <laughs> it didn't take us two hours to get to. A decent action sequence. We're right into it. <laughs> yep. Uh, Although, and I loved it. I, I loved I will, how it kicked off. I will say that my wife had trouble with it, and she was saying that you know, she had so much of an issue with the 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 quick cuts and the mm. like. Obviously, a lot of movement. Well, there's with a the lot camera. of characters, so there's a lot of ground to cover. <laughs> well, but. yeah, but also the camera is moving a lot. Mm. Like it, it kind of shot like say a Jason Bourne action scene mm-hmm. like so, all, all of those type of things and I fully understand why she would think that especially since she does get motion sick so mm-hmm. I can see why that would be the case but I think it's one of the best flowing f- scenes in the entire yeah. thing like the, uh, the way the camera is able to follow pretty much it feels like it's no cuts for the most yeah, part. Yeah, I was able know. to follow along pretty uh, easily. I, I thought Age of Ultron, I mean, it started off much the same way. We're right into the middle of the action. I thought that was a little more confusing, what was <laughs> kind of going on there. Was, I could totally get I yeah. mean, what um, your missus would be saying there. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, like we've just touched on that. Immediately dealing with, this is a world where your actions have consequences. Yep. You just can't gun down people in a Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> And just be cool with it. Yes. Uh, yeah, so I love that. This is a real world. And we see that later, uh, kind of jumping in ahead with the uh, the conversation between Vision and, and Scarlet Witch. Yep. Uh, just a beautiful scene. I don't know. what Did you have a uh, place you want to uh, attack from here? or? Um... Well, I mean, obviously I said my stance on it. Yeah. Let's say you were having to make the choice between okay. the regulation or not? Where do you think you would stand? I, I, it's tough, it, and I, this is one of my big notes too. Like wh- what this film did. So one of the many things it did so well is that there's no clear right or wrong. That both sides are represented very well. Yeah. <laughs> Each side has a compelling argument. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not just like you're wrong. Why are you so wrong? No, it's it, it's a tough decision, and there's no easy answer. Uh, that being said, I think I would side with uh, Tony Stark. Okay. Um, I, I think yeah, we live in a practical world, and the there needs to be oversight. Now, does oversight always work? No, of course not. <laughs> but uh, I think it's the best recourse for right. you know well, the world they live in. And well, then, like, and we're not going to just make the rest of this us putting back, point back. And <laughs> let's forth talk there. politics. The rest of the, <laughs> but let's say that yeah, another superb person comes along, and you realize that they are someone that could end the world so, mm-hmm. again, shall we say? But the people that are in charge don't recognize it as a threat immediately. Do you still act and like ignore that, or do you wait until they decide? <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the one that would have to make that decision. <laughs> yes, is what my answer is. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Right? <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm I'm of the opinion that like you know, if you believe there is a credible threat, then you should do what you can to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, that, that that's me, and and <laughs> apparently that's Captain America, which is me, me and Cap, two peas in the pod, right there. <laughs> yes, I mean two sides of a coin, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, now I guess one thing that I mentioned in the pre-war thing that we put out, mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about it was I was wondering why Black Widow would end up where she did, given mm-hmm. what her character is and like. You know, why would someone that doesn't want any of her 
personal life or any of her aliases ruined mm-hmm. or anything like that, why would she side with the people that would end up messing that up for her? I'm not 100% sure that I was uh, happy with the explanation the for that. I mean, for most I didn't part, think it's just her conscience, one. right? Like, yeah, she, she definitely feels bad and understands both sides, and obviously mm-hmm. later in the film she ends up letting Cap get away. <laughs> but... And she uh, said she'd help him find him, not catch him. Yeah, yeah she did say that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I think that she seems like one of those characters that she's willing to let things play out, mm-hmm. but might not necessarily accept it fully. So anyway, she'll, she'll let it play out, she'll play along, but if something ever happens that she doesn't agree yeah. with, she'll break rank. <laughs> so, yeah, and, I can see that too. So, uh, that, that, so I guess it kind of works for her character but I didn't see any of that in the film I'm just extrapolating that from what I know about her so which is kind of nice that they didn't just telegraph it (laughs) but precisely yeah yeah. but then again I don't know if that'll actually be the case or not so I guess we'll see I guess we will yeah (laughs) (laughs) so Okay, what what is the one thing that you really want to talk about? Right now? That I really I don't, I I need to talk about the writing. Okay, I need to. It, <laughs> I I wish I had more. I don't know more a better adjective than just like superb or amazing. But it, it, it's just perfect for the world. It, yeah. It's how you <laughs> write uh, this type of movie. Like I, uh, you know, I was not when we did our little pre-show thing, pre-review, yeah, preview, review, whatever. Um, you know, I, you know, I said I didn't really have too many concerns or something like that as far as the lines of pacing would go, and yeah. it, it is perfectly paced. You have a pretty much an action set piece, pretty much to some center or another about every. 20, 25 minutes, it yeah. feels like. Just some, of course, more drawn out than others. But it, it's just this perfect ebb and flow of peaks and valleys. And then on a more detailed surface, just the the balance of humor with exposition yeah. and, uh, and just balancing that weight out and just trying to get this the, the issues across, but always, always cutting it with humor. Like every uh, every scene, um, I, and once again, Tony Stark just killing it in the one liner department. Yeah, uh, I, I need to see it again so I can remember all of them. But uh, yeah, he he gets to steal the show many times uh, yeah. as far as that goes. And he actually wasn't supposed to be in it that much. He was mm-hmm. going to be more of a bit character at least until the very mm-hmm. end. But he basically went and petitioned to have a bigger role because he felt that the character would have a lot more to bring and he does and he does very well on it now speaking of the writing the people that wrote the screenplay Mm -hmm. Christopher Marcus Marcus and Stephen McFeely McFeely. they wrote well have written all three Captain America films they wrote Mm -hmm. Thor The Dark World and they are writing or have written or however you want to do it both of the Infinity War films so if they keep it up this should actually (laughs) be a really cool third film good well third Avengers yes, film, yeah. sorry, um, no third slash fourth however we're <laughs> we're gonna have to come up with a, a weird metric for this I think um, I believe so yeah <clears throat> so, well in that case then before we move on to anything else so obviously you mm-hmm. really like the writing and how the characters yeah. were all together how would you rank let's call this an Avengers mm-hmm. film how would you rank the three Avengers films I would go. Let's see. I mean, okay, so <laughs> if we're, th- calling, we're calling this one an Avengers yeah, film let, right now. Ju- yeah. Assuming this is an av- yeah. as an Avengers mm-hmm. film, which it basically is. Let's yeah. let's say so. Uh, one three so, two. <laughs> you say one three two. One three two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I would. I would this is too this. close to say like it, it's too close. You know, too recent to put it at one. For I, me right now, yeah, I would put it on par with the with the first one. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> so I would say maybe just behind if I'm if I'm going to uh, right. amend that. But mm. uh, Age of Ultron was good, but it certainly missed some marks. Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Age of Ultron had so many little things just that niggled that. Yeah, mm-hmm. unfortunately, it, yeah, it wasn't the best effort put forward, but still better than what those other guys are doing. <laughs> Someone yeah. keep track of all these. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> Just 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or just a wah, wah. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, Or just a, can we put in a little like a Batman sound effect from <laughs> the 60s TV show? Uh, I don't know. The, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright. Uh, let's talk about one of my favorite uh, characters that was introduced mm-hmm. in this. Um, I can only imagine you're about to say Spider Man. <laughs> Black Panther. <laughs> Strong against her. Yeah. <laughs> I love Black Panther. Yeah. I thought it was a terrific introduction. Yeah. Um, so much information given to you, but not explained. For instance, exactly. the fact that his suit is made from vibranium. Like, yeah, like that. So yeah, we don't out, know a whole lot it. of the origin of this character. At least from this film, you can't gather a whole lot. Yes, unless but, you're familiar with the comics yeah. and the history of Wakanda, which you're going to go into in the mm-hmm. Black Panther film when that comes out. Yeah, then you aren't mm-hmm. going to know what's going on other than what's presented to you, and that's good. That's how <laughs> you build these worlds. Exactly. Um, <laughs> did were you a fan of the? Uh, the costume, the yeah, well, outfit. I, I thought it was very well done. Actually, <laughs> this is going to sound a little bit random, but kind of reminded me of one of the Black Power Rangers suits. <laughs> Just a little, All right. kind of had that vibe. I mean, obviously, different enough, and mm-hmm. the various things in there. Uh, my wife did sort of turn to me the second she saw it on screen. And was like. Catwoman's in this? Like, no. 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 <laughs> it would have been amazing to take off the helmet and it's just Holly Berry. Yeah. Yeah, just take that, like, and just wrong film. Hear yeah. everyone scream in the theater. <laughs> like, ah, what have they done to this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that, it was like, no, no, wrong film, wrong series, <laughs> wrong company. No. <laughs> But, and I don't know why that was my Catwoman reference, <laughs> but I was just going with the worst representation, I guess. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, I mean, if, if it was Anne Hathaway, I guess I'd be okay with that. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, what was no, it? Yeah, it, again, yeah, Chadwick Boseman, or Boseman, whatever, I think. Yeah, he just knocked it out of the park. Yeah, it was fantastic. I, I did love that we were introduced to him as, you know, obviously Prince and then King mm-hmm. before you even saw the suit. Or the character, period. Like, that, there was no, this person exists, and then you saw him, and then it was revealed that he was there. It yeah. was just, like, no. We're discovering was... him as the Avengers are. Exactly. They're like, who was this other guy on the roof fighting? Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. And I, I genuinely liked that he added the rogue element. So, obviously, Bucky's trying to run away, and then you know, Steve Rogers is trying to get him. And then Black Panther turns up as well, and all of them are being pursued by the other guys. So it was just this big thing of so many sides coming together, and it didn't get confusing. No, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's just, yeah, like I said, just a testament to probably the writing and the editing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and the directing. That's the thing. I think I made it sound more confusing than it was in the film. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it, it was really well handled, and I'm really looking forward to seeing more from the character, especially given that you saw uh, towards the end. And in case you haven't figured it out at this point, we're just boiling everything in. Yes, uh, <laughs> we probably need to start doing that at the top because this is going to be someone's first episode, just as all of yeah. the episodes are. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, at, at the end of the film, he comes to the realization that the person that he has been searching for and promising that he would kill throughout the entire film wasn't the person that was responsible for killing his father. And yeah, something and that we've that. known. Quite early on, yeah, and but he he finds this out and then uses this information properly, mm-hmm. gives up on his search for killing that person, and brings the person that did it to justice rather than killing him, which was his original intent. So he's someone that grows within this film, exactly, and it's I, something you don't see a lot of. You I know? love that. Yeah, he said, yeah, he just you know it's. A, I forget the exact lines of dialogue, but you know it's something like it's a cycle or vengeance or you know like you yeah, gotta it, stop the the cycle of yeah vengeance. Points or, out, you know. Yeah, uh, Iron Man is consumed with vengeance. Yeah, and Captain America is consumed with vengeance. Me, I, w- yeah. I will not let it rule me anymore. So yeah, just a terrific moment. Uh, I mean, many terrific moments in this film. Uh, and, and then you also got to see, obviously, he he may not have 
you know, superpowers, but he definitely has advanced reflexes because he's able to get his hand between the gun and the guy's chin before he pulls the trigger. Like yeah. it's, it's one of those <laughs> things of like, okay, we saw him fighting really well, but he's also clearly honed his abilities there. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm really look for, looking forward to uh, that solo uh, project. Yeah. Well, and... Where would you like to... Well, we, we might as well move on to the other one then. Oh, so. the introduction of... Of Aunt May. Yes, yes uh, Marissa Tomei. Yes, yes, the best. <laughs> the, yeah. Um, for okay. all of, what, three minutes, maybe. Yes. But. <laughs> okay, so... Well... Since, yeah. since I brought Aunt May <laughs> who, up, who is she aunt to? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she is the aunt of Peter Parker, as anyone that knows Spider Man will know. However, yeah. this Aunt May is not about six years older. It looks than good. Marissa <laughs> <laughs> Tomei is still looking good. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was a very random thing. I did not expect Aunt May to be that young, and I'm glad she was because, like. Why Why has Aunt May always been well, that, so much older? That would be more like a great aunt. I mean, you can still call that person an aunt, but yeah, to be like yeah. your parents' sibling or whatever, that is, you know, the appropriate age yeah. for her. Yeah, I mean, it, it actually Not works out. a old woman, you know, yeah. on a can, you know, walking around with a yeah. cane or whatever. I, I mean, I, Aunt May would take offense to that in the comments, yeah, 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 uh, but, but yeah. Just, <laughs> Tell her to calm down. <laughs> yeah, is, but anyway, yeah, yes. And I don't know if you caught this, people, but this is Spider-Man being introduced without a 10-minute flashback, without extensive mm-hmm. backstory. Given. Oh, without seeing Uncle Ben, N- that, yeah, like, just, any of that business. Yeah, this, this is him introduced six months into... Having his abilities. Yes. This is being introduced to an audience that is they respect enough to <laughs> know the backstory of these characters by now. Yeah, or they, at least these big characters yeah. by now. And they probably listen to everyone saying, we don't want backstory. Yes. And I fully admit, I was incorrect when I was saying that I, I was of the assumption that this Spider-Man was supposed to have been being Spider-Man for a while now. Because when they were originally putting out information about this film, that's what they were going with. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they changed their minds, yeah. and I'm glad I didn't find that out. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. it, if you happen to listen to our pre-war thing and then listen to this, yes, this is me saying I got that wrong. <laughs> I, I corrected myself. Relish it, folks. Yeah. It doesn't happen often. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> this might uh, be the first time. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, this was... The best Spider-Man that I've ever seen put on film. <laughs> and I, you just said that perfectly. Yeah. Because I need to eat some crow as well. Because <laughs> on my our little uh, pre-show thing, um, you know, I had that was my only concern with this film. Really, was Spider-Man's involvement. Yeah. Uh, because, like I said, I haven't been a big fan of that character yeah. up until this point. Uh, uh, he's still not going to be my favorite in this world. It's just. His inherent, yeah. all of his inherent qualities are just not enough for me to make him a favorite. No, but this is the best representation of Spider-Man that I've seen. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, just uh, not overly whiny, just intelligent and funny. Yeah, uh, you know, and just obviously, you know, comes across new to the game. Um, they don't beat around it too long, and I would say he is used perfectly in this movie. Yeah. He, he's not shoehorned into scenes where he doesn't belong. <laughs> Looking at you again. Where <laughs> <laughs> you just shove Wonder Woman or Lois Lane into every damn scene that they don't need to be in. Uh, but yeah, he was used minimally, but yeah. with great effect. Yeah. And it, the the best thing about it was like, I, I think my favorite bit involving him is when they're in the terminal and he's fighting... Bucky and Falcon, and he's just like, oh wow, oh wow, this is is this that that, and then Falcon just turns around and says, you know, in a fight there's not normally this much talking, and it's like, well, clearly you've never read a Spider-Man comic because in his fights there are a lot of talking. That's how he fights, and it was yeah, it was a fantastic. It was both uh, them taking the piss out of the fact that Mm -hmm. Spider-Man talks a lot. But also staying true to that, <laughs> and it yeah, was, acknowledging it, yeah, yeah just <laughs> and and of course he is like 
as he says in the film, mm. he's trying to impress Tony Stark. <laughs> this is mm. this is what he's trying to do, and so many, <laughs> I think, so many digs as well at the fact that how young he is when he's like, "Have you guys seen that really old film?" Yeah, see, really? that that was a, one of his only lines of dialogue that kind of annoyed me. I'm like, "Yeah, I get it. You're young." But yeah, but that that is one thing that would Peter Parker. When he's Spider-Man, especially at mm-hmm. the beginning, he is just that kind of like yeah. chatterbox and not very knowledgeable and mm-hmm. just trying to do his best. So I I, I fully got that. Mm-hmm. I did think it was a little odd that that was the way they went with it because I feel like he would know. That, mm-hmm. like, it, oh. You can't just say that really old <laughs> film and just mean <laughs> Star Wars. Like, that's it, not him. Can, uh, I mean, we can circle back to Spider-Man if we need to, but... What was uh, that in reference to that that movie? What character was that plan that evolved around? <laughs> Possibly the one of the best freaking characters in. Oh my god! I, I, all right, I love I love it, man. All right, I gotta say it. Uh, once again, every they they handled all the introductions of these characters so well. Yeah, uh, just stayed true to who those characters are. The, even the new ones. You know, like, if we're not familiar with them, still done in subtle fashions and just, I don't know. Uh, but Ant-Man, I mean, yeah, it's just Paul Rudd <laughs> being, uh, it was Scott, right? Yeah, Scott, yeah, Scott Lang. Yes, uh, just that. Because you might think, well, that's, you know, that Ant-Man was a very funny movie, obviously. Yeah. I think at the time I called it a comedy with superheroes, you know, yeah. something along that line. Well, probably is, not yeah. one of, yeah, many people probably refer to mm-hmm. it as that. But balancing these different types of humor <laughs> had to have been a trick. Yeah. But it plays off perfectly. No, yeah, and it, that's the whole thing of him throwing the... It's like, oh, I thought it was a water truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and oh my god, yeah, so giant giant Ant-Man yeah. was amazing. And I, I was talking with my wife and a couple of other people about this after we saw this. I was wondering if they were ever going to do Giant Ant-Man because mm-hmm. in the comics Ant-Man can grow really really small mm-hmm. or be really really big and they it's didn't touch on really that big. at all uh-huh. in the Ant-Man <laughs> I just wish Hulk had been in this fight for Hulk <laughs> and Giant Ant-Man to have a little head to head of course Hulk, Hulk would have won of course but <laughs> I just want to see Ant-Man freak out about it um, yeah yeah and, and I, especially and then when he you know he's to the micro size when he's running around in uh, Tony's suit, which is just great. I mean, yeah. So, I oh, no, you're gonna have someone <laughs> the great and amazing. Are all I'm gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> the whole airport scene. That, that's the one we're referring that, to. Yes, which is, exactly. Which where is where you have the, the two proverbial shit hits the proverbial fan. <laughs> like that that is one of the best ensemble action scenes I have ever seen. The the mm. pacing is fantastic. The way that they cut between the two like they'll have two people fighting and then you'll see a blur of one person going by and then it just mm. kind of switches to them. Yeah. And it it log- I mean at least upon initial viewing it logically seems to make sense. Yeah. Uh, I mean multiple viewings I might show a couple of continuity errors but <laughs> As of right now, I, I, it was played out perfectly. Yeah, and also brought up a couple of interesting points. Vision caused Rhodey's accident. Like mm. he he didn't know that was going to happen. There's even a point where he says that he didn't realize that it could happen. Like, mm-hmm. And he is still learning about the stone that's in his head, which yeah. he needs to lose at some point. So this. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll get we'll get to that I guess during Infinity yeah. War. But yeah, just the way the environment was used in that scene. Yeah, uh, just... yeah. they and they each person used their powers in a relatively new way at some point. Mm-hmm. So you got you didn't just see everything you've already yeah. seen in a mm-hmm. in a different like way. It was just. Yeah, really everyone nice. gets their moment to shine. It's not just like, oh, who cares about Black Widow? No, Black Widow kicks ass <laughs> in yep. this movie. She has a couple of sequences where she just kicks ass. Hawkeye, <laughs> who I've been begging to be killed off for a long time, he has some great moments. Yeah, um, Arrow Man, I think, is uh, yeah, <laughs> him in reverse too, which is one of the best jabs. I I, I love that one. Yeah, that, well, I I think that when uh, you know, when Scott Lang is getting out of the van, he's like. 
wow, Captain America, yeah, I love you. And turned around like, you're great too, but you're Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it, it was, I don't think we can say it enough. Like, these people know how to handle all of these characters on screen mm-hmm. at the same time. Like, the, it, yeah. I, I don't, and, and, I don't and, think I want any Marvel film, ensemble film, not written by these people. <laughs> At this point, I don't think. I mean, I'm happy to be proved wrong, but mm-hmm. uh, these guys seem to be the ones that fully understand how you write these guys mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Uh, apologies to Joss Whedon. I mean, he, you did well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you did your. Yeah, you, you did a good job. Still, <laughs> it's going to be better than anything that DC is going to be showing us. Probably. Um, I mean, still hopes for Suicide Squad, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is how you do it. They've spent years developing these characters <laughs> with their own movies, so that they can work so well together. Yeah, in these <laughs> collaborations. Yeah, and it, it's. That this this whole like phases and all this stuff, mm-hmm. it was either going to fall flat on its face mm-hmm. or work out fantastically. And luckily and for us, know which way is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> which way that has gone. Now, before we, I think you got a couple more things. To oh yeah, yeah, but and I, I, I've just got one other thing that I, I oh, have to bring up me. because this I, your theater. I know that. Uh, well, oh, okay. that, that'll be following it. Okay, yeah, okay, that, gotcha. So there, one other thing in the film. The, the second I saw it, something popped into my head and I had to talk about it now. Okay. So they're, they're the point when Captain America, Bucky, and Falcon, and I'm going to use those names for mm-hmm. a reason that will become very clear in a second, they meet up with the person that did pretend to be Steve Rogers' next-door neighbor in Winter Soldier, who I had forgotten about until they say one line where something earlier in the film... They meet up with her and she gives them back their equipment. Mm-hmm. And so you got Bucky in the back seat of this Volkswagen oh, Beetle and you got Falcon in the front seat. And so you, you get this nice little. Again, it's breaking up all of the exposition that you're getting with Cap and mm-hmm. the girl by cutting back to Dan. It's like, can you move your seat up? No. No. <laughs> Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, Probably one of the biggest laughs in our theater. And yeah. then there's a point when Captain America kisses her, and it cuts back to Bucky and Falcon, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of nodding. Yeah. And in that second, I got an image in my head of Bucky and Falcon, a cop drama spinoff. Oh, <laughs> how fantastic would that be? <laughs> and, like, and, and those are the names. Like uh-huh. you got, you got uh, Detective Bucky and mm-hmm. Detective Falcon. Out working on the, kind of a Starsky and Hutch type thing. Oh, please. Someone write some <laughs> fan fiction for that. Don't make them, they don't have to get in the sheets, okay? Fan fiction weirdos. <laughs> yeah, that would be slime fiction, I believe you're yeah, referring yeah, yeah, to. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh my god, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it was, this is mm-hmm. one thing of. Like, Maybe retirement, uh, they could do that. Yeah, I, I, just, I saw that and I just had this big smile mm-hmm. break across. I was like. I'm watching an 80s film right now. Maybe <laughs> a 70s sitcom, Bucky and the Bird. Yeah. Uh. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Two private eyes. <laughs> oh, right. God, that's fantastic. Uh, um, so, yes, um, I believe for a change, you have a theater experience you'd I like do. to share? I do. Uh, I'll try and not go too long on this. Okay. Because I know there's a couple of things we just want to uh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. well. brush up on. Yeah. But, yes. So, I went to... This cinema, this was Saturday, and so I we go in, it was me and my wife, and we were meeting two other people, so um, me and my wife go in, we sit down, I have the little row of four seats just off to the side, and she goes off to wait for them to turn up, and maybe three minutes after she goes off, mm-hmm. I hear... Somebody so brought <laughs> yes. Somebody brought a six-month-old baby to watch Captain America: Civil War. <laughs> oh, babies love <laughs> Civil War. <laughs> yes, exactly. did you not know that fact? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Some, again, somebody brought a baby to watch a superhero oh, action I'm film. I'm so happy this isn't me because <laughs> I would be losing it. I was so lucky that this kid did not. Start kicking off until the credits. Really? It, yeah. It was quiet it was, till then. I think like there was the occasional blip every mm-hmm. now and again, yeah. but it wasn't until the credits started that it let rip. <laughs> and it was, I every single time I heard somebody, I was just 
trying to find this person. Like, who would do this? Who selfish people <laughs> that don't know how babies work? Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> you have a sitter, yeah. or you don't go out. That, that's the thing. I I, I mentioned this on the podcast, but well, now my wife is pregnant. We mm-hmm. are expecting in the middle of October, which means there might be a little break at some point. Yeah, uh-huh. But if we cannot find someone to watch a kid when the film that comes out that we want to You're see... You're not going to ruin everyone else's day? We're not going! <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, we'll wait till it comes out on DVD or something. Airplanes are one thing. You have to get from A to B. But this yeah. is entertainment. Pure yes. entertainment. Yes. I, I'm not going to take a completely unknown quantity that will freak out at loud sounds and all oh, yeah. that into a darkened world. Yeah. That is so loud that I don't need my hearing aids to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the, yeah, not to mention babies are just developing all that stuff, so you could be doing hearing damage. Yeah, I, well, that, that and like, you might end up just giving it uh, claustrophobia because every time mm-hmm. it's in a small, dark space, there's loud noises. <laughs> like, uh, what, what are you doing? Loud noises! <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, my yeah, God. So I, I, I think I've only had the one baby experience, but yeah, it was... <laughs> Yeah, they're not enjoyable. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you're you're very fortunate. Yeah, I think, as I said, I really time. lucked out of that, and I don't know if maybe they took the baby out every time mm-hmm. it kind of started, and then at the credits they just mm-hmm. didn't bother. So it wasn't like directly a row behind you; it was a little bit beh- up behind you. As far as I know, it was on the other end of he the theater. He or she, I'll be a little respectful. Yeah, it, like, it, it was. Mm-hmm. It was. Oh, okay. It's that pitch. That yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter yeah. where it is. You hear it, and yeah, it, it, the the second I heard that. Like as, as we're waiting for the two other people to turn up before the trailers have even started, and you just you just hear that whine. It's like, no, what are you doing? <laughs> like, this this is gonna go so badly. Yeah, it's like this. Yeah, have a baby in Mordecai all you want. <laughs> it's only gonna improve the experience. Yeah. I want to cry too, baby. <laughs> I just can't summon the tears. I'm too pissed off. <laughs> but not in a, what it's going to potentially, and now that we know, be a great movie. Or yeah. a very, at least at the very least, a very fun experience. Yeah. So, yeah, to have that gamble. <laughs> yeah, very fortunate for you, sir. Yeah, uh, yeah that, I, I, uh, I was... Uh, go as badly as it could. Yeah, when, when, I, when I heard that, I was fully... I I just kind of gave up. I was like, uh, I, I'm going to have moments of this ruined by that. And luckily that wasn't the case, but yeah. Yeah, because there's so many of those moments of witty dialogue. You're like, one little... And you're like, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah, I, I, I'll admit there were a couple of little lines that were just too quiet for me to fully yeah. catch anyway. So yeah, having mm-hmm. something else... No, no, I don't know. But anyway, yeah. so... Uh, so yes, uh, but, too long didn't read version of that is don't take babies in to see loud action films. <laughs> and <laughs> I'll just say from my perspective, uh, if you have an argument for it, uh, I don't want to hear it. Maybe Paul, <laughs> but there is no argument for it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, maybe if you have a bubble, really boy. a Marvel fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, we, we, we couldn't wait for the. Blue we're giving it the Captain America onesie. Uh, yeah, no one forced you to go to that theater. You chose. You bought tickets. Yeah. And you brought your baby, so all right. So, um, <laughs> so what? Uh, what else have you got down there? I, I, think... I just got a, f- a little. Uh, just clean up here. I, I don't have a whole lot left, but I, I told Paul before we started recording that um, in case this wasn't enough fun for you, um, <laughs> uh, when you do are able to watch it at home, I, I would like to play the "Not Gonna Stop" drinking game <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because that has to be the most repeated line of dialogue. I think in the uh, in the film, uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I didn't. I wish I'd kept track, but there's got to be at least five, six, seven yeah. utterances of that. Uh, and, and yeah, originally, you were telling me it was going to be he's, he's not, not going to stop. stop. But you pointed out, yeah, there's. I, a, I said a, that there's a couple of I'm, I'm not, not going to stop. stop. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you 
And it's not always the same character. It's not always no. who you think it is. So Yeah, I mean, yeah. most of the time it is. Most some, of it is, yeah. Sometimes it isn't. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That, it, that could be interesting. I, <laughs> Maybe every time, yeah, yeah, do a shot every time you say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then be on the carpet by the time the movie's over. <laughs> but, uh, the other thing I just want to talk about is, I mean, of course, I, we've talked about the writing um, and I think we've talked about the visuals to a little bit, for a little extent, but there were so many just iconic, just visual moments in this movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some that, of course, were spoiled by the trailers. Mm -hmm. Trailers, which, you know, I've kind of been in a trailer blackout for this film for the past few weeks, just because I've seen it so many times. But just, especially with Cap and Iron Man, (laughs) um, uh, you know, just with the... The, the blast and the shield, yeah, uh, and then the, the some great choreography, yeah, absolutely. And then of course, you know, this is the <laughs> I wrote down a note that just said "fuck," <laughs> and I crossed it out. Yeah, <laughs> but yes, of course, like we've said, this is a spoiler cast as all are. But <laughs> the the moment when Cap slams his shield into <laughs> Iron Man's. A little uh, nerve center as it is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was done. I <laughs> thought that was pretty much going to be lights out for yeah. Iron for Iron Man. <laughs> and I, I mean, I don't. It's mixed feelings because I don't want anyone to die in this world. But knowing that no one's going to die kind of takes away a little bit of that venom, you know, a little yeah. bit of the sting. Like I thought, Rhodey was dead too. Like yeah. I thought, I'm like, oh, okay, so they're not going to kill Iron Man. I mean, this is out of sequence, but right. I thought, you know. Um, uh-huh. Once they didn't kill um, War Machine, yeah, I thought, oh my god, Although is I, this really? Are they really going to do that? But thankfully, <laughs> I, I, I do like that they basically disabled someone. Like it, mm-hmm. obviously, Tony Stark is going to be able to use the technology at his company mm-hmm. to give him the ability to walk just fine eventually. Mm-hmm. But I really do like that they actually did that. You don't mm-hmm. you don't get that a lot. Normally no. the heroes walk away just fine. Do we have a dollar figure on Tony Stark's wealth? Because the uh, it must be in the trillions. It must be because I mean at the beginning of the film he's funding all of these MIT. He he fully funds all about of two hundred people's projects, which that has to be billions. Yeah, <laughs> to do that. Yeah, I mean, I, and that's charity. So you're not doing the bulk. You know, you're not spending unless you're crazy Bill Gates. You're not, which thank, thank you, Bill Gates, of course, yeah. but, uh, for trying to get rid of malaria and all that. Uh, but to spend, yeah, you're not going to spend the bulk of at least Tony Stark. That character's not going to yeah. spend the bulk of his wealth on charity. Um, well, that's going actually, to be actually at this point, maybe, maybe, but still, yeah. that was. I mean, like I say, awfully generous. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, yeah, just it, like you said, yeah, it's got to be. He's got to be a trillionaire. <laughs> Uh, or at least he was. Maybe at least now he's he just a billionaire. Yeah. Oh, darn. <laughs> yes, he lost a comma. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Although I, I will say, obviously, we touched on the visuals there. Mm-hmm. On top of having some fantastic CGI and mm-hmm. all this stuff, I did think that Spider-Man was not that great. With the CG, like that, he was the most obvious CG character. I, I don't know Hulk. if that's just the nature of the suit, like the mm-hmm. how the suit looks, because it's not you know metallic or hard, or, you know, or I, I don't know. But could, I mean, it could be because it's so vibrant, mm-hmm. red and blue. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, it, he seemed the most obvious CG out See, of the lot. <laughs> that, I, and I told you that first time he popped up in the trailer. That I thought that looked CG, but yeah. that you said was practical. That's it. That's it. With the exception yeah. of the eyes, that yeah. one was practical. Yeah, yeah. But, but when he's just flinging through mm-hmm. the the terminal, especially, yeah, that was when it really looked. Oh, there's it still the looks better than the uh, the first Spider Man. Yes, um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll grant you that it's, with uh, Tobey Maguire, you know, flying through New York or whatever. Yeah, and I I said it in the last time we put that. I'll say it again. Spider-Man 2, one of the best villains of all time. But, one of the uh, best comic book movies of all time, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but yes, anyway, I <laughs> I did find it a little jarring sometimes when he was on screen, because it was like, okay, everyone else is fairly good. Even Ant-Man, giant Ant-Man, hmm. looked really good and like really looked, looked like he was in yeah. that world. And then you had 
Spidey swinging around and was like, okay, that one not quite so much. But uh... yeah, but yeah, like I said, he was he wasn't in too much of the film, at least yeah. not in the in the suit. Um, so yeah, it, it, and and that was yeah, it wasn't a, a big detractor, but yeah, it certainly um, like you were saying wasn't the the best as far as the, the graphics could have been. But yeah, um, I just had one other uh, point to touch on. Um, you might have more, but um, the the cameos uh, by Stanley I think are getting better and better. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, I think. I loved Daredevil, uh, of course. Or not Daredevil, you know what I mean. Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool. Why, yes, why were I saying Daredevil? Yeah. I don't know. The D just, yeah, throws yeah. it. Um, but yeah, this one, um, would you like to... I'll, I'll let you have the honor of saying what the joke is. Alright, well, yeah. he yeah. turns up as a UPS you know. yeah. guy, and he has a parcel, and he's like, um, is this work fine, Tony Stank? <laughs> and then, yeah. of course, you've got... Is it Rody? Is like, oh, I'm never uh, letting that one go. Was it, uh, <laughs> I, I, oh yeah, 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 was, no, yeah, Rudy. yeah. I got a table here for Mr. Mr. Stank. Stank. Yes, and uh, yeah, so of course I had to write down Mr. Stank. So <laughs> that was yeah, because I was like about halfway through. I'm like, where, where are they? Yeah, where, throw, where, uh, where Stan Lee into this, <laughs> and yeah, all the way to the very end <laughs> of the movie. Yeah, it was uh, it was wonderful, and uh, it, it did start to make me wonder though, because. Uh, again, I know it's something I said before, but there's a thing I read where it was one day we're going to be watching a Marvel film and something's not going to seem quite right until the credits start and it says in memory of Stanley. Uh, and that's going to be a rough day. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, and I, I was kind of like, he not, did, did I miss a news article where? <laughs> yeah, and, and then he, they, like they're not going to do like a C, like, yeah, like a CG Stanley, are they? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be weird. Yeah, like a uh, Paul Walker situation yeah. or something. I, I think what'll probably happen is they'll have either a portrait of him somewhere mm-hmm. or a statue yeah. that looked like him. They'll have mm-hmm. something that looks like him but isn't just a a three D like him somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, well, what, one other thing that I think we should just bring up before we wrap up with yeah with the ratings yeah is the end credit scene I was gonna just ask on this uh, there are two of them in this one there's like mid credits which Mm -hmm. is actually more like uh, like one quarter credits and and that is Bucky is being put on ice quite literally Mm -hmm. until they can get rid of the programming in his head that makes Mm -hmm. him do the things he does Mm -hmm. and you see uh, Wakanda and the uh, the Black Panther idol and all of that stuff. So it it's a cool looking world, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of it in Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, you had Peter Parker yeah. nursing his black eye mm-hmm. and playing with something that Tony gave him. And yeah, you know, I think more Aunt May because she comes in mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, you know, oh, what happened? It's like, oh, some guy called Steve. Yeah, I mean, he had this really big. He had this really big guy with him, really, and uh, you know, a, a nice little yeah. callback to the thing. Was, yeah, and then you saw what was happening. He was trying to hide. His watch was showing a spidey symbol. Mm-hmm. Like it, put, it was uh, projecting it on onto the ceiling. And for those of you that don't know, that is directly referencing something from the original comics, where Spidey. For reasons I don't fully understand, would project an image of the Spidey face mm-hmm. onto the ground to let bad guys know that he was out and about and that he was coming for them. Oh, kind of and the opposite of the bat signal. Kind no. of, yeah. <laughs> Down yeah, the right? ground, not up in the sky. Yeah, yeah. Dr- rather than, <laughs> oh, Batman, we need you. It's yeah, more, yeah, bad like, guys, beware. I'm coming, yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah. oh, okay. There's <laughs> nice that's in there. For a second, when I saw it, I thought maybe. It was like, oh, is this going to be, rather than Tony Stark having that holographic interface, is this going to be like a new computer thing for him? But uh, then I did a little bit of research. I was like, nope, it's just a bad guy's beware symbol. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, that one, uh, yeah, I guess if you're not aware of that, which I didn't think, I, you know, I, I was not, the, the, that scene was eh, not the, the greatest for me. I definitely much preferred the, the Bucky scene. Yeah, um, I mean that again. More fantastic use mm-hmm. of Black Panther there. Yeah, absolutely. And why can't they just 
burn that book <laughs> with the magical phrases. Yeah. Like, none of his friends are going to be enough of a dick to program him. I would hope not. <laughs> so, uh, Tony just, Stark, Mike. Yeah, yeah, just to, like, get him a beer or something, something <laughs> trivial. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Ready to comply. <laughs> Go yeah. buy me yeah. a case. <laughs> yes, and then go stand in the corner. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, yeah. But, oh well, I guess he's got to go under deep sleep, but... I know there are parts of this that we enjoyed that we didn't get to. Um, that's just kind of a testament to the film itself. Yeah. But, uh, yeah so I mean, it, apologies it, to any of your favorite bits that we left out. But yeah. Uh, it's I mean, chock full of them, so yeah, too many to get to. We're trying to make sure that you don't have an hour and a half of podcast to listen to. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, now, I, I did put out, we're doing this, has anyone got anything to say? Uh, unfortunately, not too many responses. We had one from the last row podcast, and they just said, haven't had the chance to see it yet, but looking forward to hearing what you guys all think. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you. And, uh, well, we hopefully just, that answered that. <laughs> yes. Hopefully we let you know, otherwise you just skipped ahead to this, with knowing where it was somehow. And uh, the Back to the Podcast guys already have their episode out. I recommend going to listen to that, and I actually answered one of the questions they threw out during this, so there you go. You're welcome, guys. All right. And... Uh, the the only real thing that we got back was from three sixty five flicks podcast on Twitter at three six five flicks pod, and they said apart from convoluted plot, dodgy as hell CGI in places, lack of sympathy for anyone in it, and no payoff, I liked it. No, okay, <laughs> it's a little bit of a backhanded compliment, but <laughs> no, right? I I kind of understand the no payoff as it were because. Obviously, they've got the big fight, and it's mm-hmm. not one hundred percent resolved at the end. But See, like it's that. not yeah. like Captain America has always been the film where the ending sets up something else. So, yeah, at this this point, isn't I'm, an end of yeah. This is a continuation of a story. So, yeah. and some some of the Marvel films do have more of a concrete ending than others, mm-hmm. but this one definitely set up the fact that there's more to come and that's what it was for so i would argue that there is payoff we just don't have it yet mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh that that's why we seem to be enjoying these marvel films is that they're just building this giant world around it now so exactly yeah <laughs> all right all right so how about you go first for it okay ratings um so yeah just a quick recap of course Perfect writing, I would put it at um, yep. the the pacing and edit. Um, uh, yeah, some some fast and quick edits, but <laughs> I was able to follow for the most part. Um, there's really not a whole lot I didn't like, um, yep. other than maybe a couple lines of dialogue that didn't hit. But really, there were there was no slow boring parts for me. Yep. Uh, even like I said, the the scenes of exposition were still handled really well. Um, with the humor and not going too long with it, yeah. Uh, just you know, get a little bit here, a little bit there, and let's move on with this action movie because that's what it is. Yeah. Um, so let's get back to the action as quick as we can, and I appreciated that. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I get, I'm going to come in around. I would say a minus. Been debating between a couple of options here. Yeah. I, I'm going to kind of rate this for down the road. I think. Okay. Uh, I would say a minus uh, 0.5. I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, for those of you, for, yes, now, the we, real quick rating. As we didn't say it right at the beginning, there, our rating system is a little unique, and uh, some would say negative. And <laughs> you are kind well, of it is right. negative by nature because we use <laughs> yes. negative numbers. <laughs> yeah, but we, we we say zero is a perfect film with we can't find any flaws with it. Period, and then we take away points uh, up up to we we do have a tentative cap at minus ten. Mm. There have been a couple we've kind of <laughs> gone past that, yeah. uh, but. Yeah, in general, and we'll take off to start with just little niggles, so like minus 0.1, 0.2 zone, and then once you get further down, it's just like half, so we take off because you know a negative 6.3 is the same as a negative 6.5. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, there the higher this, you know, we get to zero, the closer we get to zero, there are just little discrepancies, like you were saying. So, so a minus one film versus a minus 0.5 film, or two. 
films we very much enjoyed. Oh yes, <laughs> so. yeah, we, we we did might not have been able to give it the point five because of one other thing. So yeah, so there you so, go. so with that in mind, so, um, okay, so where it, would you be at? Here we go. So. I fully agree with you with the writing and the editing, the pacing, like all of it's fantastic. I'm looking forward to seeing more of it as we uh, carry amen. on. Yep. And I, just, I love seeing all of the characters, even though this, like this was a Captain America film, and obviously he drove it. It was great to see all the others and the interplay. And I didn't really have too much of an issue with a lot of things. Obviously, I mentioned uh, the Spidey CGI was a a little off for me. But I think I'm going to come in at a minus 0.3. All right. Because I I was thinking that, yeah, it's it's an action superhero film. Like, you know, can I say that? And it's like, yes, I can, because I genuinely couldn't find too much wrong with it I don't even think the runtime was a problem because they kept you entertained the entire time so yeah I think minus uh, 0.3 for me alright yeah <laughs> uh, so obviously we both very much enjoyed it uh, Yeah, we'd be interested in hearing what your thoughts are on the film what your favorite bits were, maybe. Um, yeah, please do. Yeah. What you're looking forward to, maybe, with the franchise. Yeah, we're, we're always up for debate and conversation with anyone. Uh, so, again, you can find us on Twitter, at Blokebusters, Facebook.com slash Blokebusters. You can email us if you want to like really get a dialogue going, at BlokebusterPodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Instagram now. Hooray! <laughs> Just search Blokebusters. We're on there somewhere. And our website, which... Looks kind of nice, and hopefully you enjoy it too. It's blokebusters.webs.com. All right, so I think that's it for me. That's all for me as well. All right, well, I've been Paul. And I've been Brian. Here, folks. Bye. <laughs> Peter oh, no, Piper. Brown oh, that Peter Piper picked him. <laughs> uh, you know this is going at the end, right? Oh, you're recording. <laughs> Shit. <laughs>